Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas, and Jamie's with me this morning. So, Jamie, we're just really glad to be working in Columbus, aren't we? And it's we a sure great are. place to do business, good people, a uh, lot of various types of industry, strong financial climate. Yeah. Um, and it's just a good community to work in in general. I feel like even inner industries, you know, the construction industry, the restaurant industry, the, you know, small boutique industry, everyone really supports each other. Yeah. It's really nice. Yep. So we like being here in Columbus. It's been great to our company and we've really grown a lot over the years. Yes. Dramatically. <clears throat> so we thank the good people of the city of Columbus for that. Yeah. So last week, uh, I thought we had a, I mean, I enjoyed doing that show on the current state of affairs because we are in such a different scenario now. Yeah, I feel like everything you can say, well, it, it depends, or, you know, I don't know, or there's so so much volatility in, in everything we do now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a lot going on. If you happen to miss that show, then shame on you. No, <laughs> <laughs> no you can uh, go, obviously, not shame on you, right? Right. Yeah. Right. We just didn't, we still support we you. didn't play it on the right day that they were able to listen yes so it was a holiday weekend so that's true yeah. yep memorial day and i hope everyone had a great holiday weekend the weather was really decent yeah turned around okay yep but anyhow that show is available at davefoxradio.com in case you didn't know that yes or on whatever podcast platform you look listen to true yep so again that's uh, davefoxradio.com there you can find all of our previously broadcast shows so today we have an interesting topic too, which is a very practical one, I think, for anyone that is going through a remodel. And if you have been through a major remodel recently, you can kind of compare notes and see if we're giving good advice to people that are about to experience that. Yeah, definitely. So Jamie, what's the, you just said the title of our show, and I don't think I can repeat that, so I'll let you do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about dealing with a re remodel and living to tell about it. Okay. So this is kind of all about the preparing for a remodel mm -hmm. and all the, the steps you should go through. And, and the different types of remodel require different types of preparation and That's kind of what exactly that takes. Right. Yeah. So oh. we're going to hit a lot of the different types of remodels and give you some pointers on how to get through it. Uh, if you've been through it, then it should be interesting listening for you. Yeah. A little walk down memory lane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So a major remodel is a major event for the whole family. Yeah. And it's something that uh, can take a lot of patience. Sometimes a lot of gritting your teeth, especially through the dirty phases. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the end, it's totally worth it. And you get to enjoy that for many years and show it off to all your friends and neighbors. And that's when the reward comes. Yeah. Okay. So what do you want to start with? What uh, room? Well, I think the most trying room or one of the most trying rooms to live through a remodel with and get in preparation with would be a kitchen mm -hmm. you know that's the first one that comes to mind is how do you live without your kitchen uh for several months really and i think the preparation that goes into the, that one requires the most creativity um and kind of planning i would say mm -hmm. so let's start let's start big okay the kitchen, the heart of the home. It's where yes. everyone goes for snacks and conversation and to see what mom's cooking for dinner and 
all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and you, you know, the time of year makes a difference too, doesn't it? It sure does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's definitely work right now is kind of that ideal time to really be doing a kitchen remodel. Yeah. But of course, ideal time is relative. It's different for everybody. Yep. Okay. So let's talk about right now for now or this, this season yeah. going into summer. Yep. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind with a summer remodel is the fact that you can grill. Mm -hmm. I, that that makes the whole process kind of a lot easier because you generally spend a lot of your time of the summer cooking outdoors regardless of how torn up or not your kitchen is. Yes. But I think a couple of factors that might play into that is I know, you know, we have friends that have a pool mm -hmm. and they're constantly entertaining in the summer. Okay. I mean, there's never a day or weekend that goes by that they don't have people at their home. Mm -hmm. So for that scenario, I bet it would actually be the opposite that they'd rather have a kitchen remodel done in the winter because they spend so much time at their home in the summer. Mm -hmm. So again, different circumstances can kind of attribute to when the best time might be for you or, you know, maybe you're a snowbird and for the winter you go down to Florida or somewhere else warm for the winter and your house is sitting there empty. That's mm -hmm. a great time for a remodel mm -hmm. <laughs> if it's going to be empty. But, yeah, absolutely. but yeah, the summertime being able to grill, and we tend to go out to eat a little bit more and sit on a patio and just enjoy the outdoors a little bit more. You spend a lot less time at home mm -hmm. in the summer. Yeah. So um, for Memorial Day, my wife and I went over to my daughter, Tiffany's, who has the six grandchildren. Yes. That lived with us for <laughs> five years. Oh, my. Um, so they got this giant uh, griddle. And I mean, the thing is humongous. It's like you what you'd see in a restaurant. It was yeah. outside. It was a gas-fired griddle. And so uh, Tiffany's husband was cooking like, like stir-fry stuff. He had veggies on there, chicken, uh, mushrooms, that kind of stuff. And filled that whole thing up, and it cooked fast. It was fun. It was outside, kept a lot of the mess outside. So even though their kitchen is functioning, that it yeah. was nice to keep all that mess outside. Yeah, it was sure. uh, really Sounds like a uh, hibachi. It's Where a, they cook on your table, kind of? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of like going into a Japanese takehouse or yeah. something with this great big thing. Yeah. So <laughs> they put that to good use. But yeah, yeah. the grills, <clears throat> the griddles outside definitely works well. And yeah. there's so many different things you can cook outside as well. Yeah. And I feel like one somewhat fortunate trend for remodeling that's going on now is the um, all the different appliances in a kitchen that are not built in like an air fryer, yeah. you know, and they, there's all those different little kind of mechanisms. And it's kind of the trend right now is mm -hmm. to, Oh, just cook it in the, in the fryer and things like that. And yeah. Or the Instapot. Right? The Instapot. Mm -hmm. That's the other one I was thinking mm -hmm. of. I don't cook that. Do you cook? Does Linda cook like that? Does she use those? Not that much. Not that much. No. I, people love them. And whenever mm -hmm. I'm at someone else's house, you know, and they make something in it, they're always really good. I have mm -hmm. a friend that makes, um, like cauliflower wings mm. in their oh. kind of Instapot. And it okay. seems very easy, but mm. I'm ju I've just never been one to cook that way. Sounds good and healthy. I know, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's kind of a, a good trend for mm -hmm. a remod living through a remodel. Yeah. And then, of course, there's a crock pot, right. which I think for winter purposes is almost like your equivalent to a grill. You end up cooking a lot of crock pot meals yeah. and things like that, and a lot yeah. of chili. Yep. But, yeah, so a lot of different ways to plate uh, to to cook. You know, hot plate even. You yeah. Know, just a basic hot plate with a pan and some eggs and bingo. You got yeah. something to eat, an omelet or who knows what. But yeah, you know, cooking, eating is a challenge. And mm -hmm. then there's 
some people even that we build beautiful kitchens for the eat out most of the time anyways. right yes so that always works <laughs> lots right? of uh thank goodness for uber eats right mm-hmm. and some really good canned soups and stuff that you just you don't feel like doing anything you just want a quick easy meal yeah that works too i know we have this um frozen vegetable lo mein that we get at costco oh. mm-hmm. it's you know but we soccer, my son plays club soccer. So he has practice two to three nights a week and it's always at five, which is, or it's at five, starts at 5.15. So we gotta leave the house at five, which with three kids getting them home fed and one of them mm. out the door into soccer yeah. practice yeah. is always a challenge. So my husband and I usually eat like, inhale something mm-hmm. <laughs> who's ever going. Mm-hmm. And those are our go-to. And it's just a pop in the microwave for three minutes and it's yeah. vegetable lo mein and you're done. Yeah, like, so definitely if you're yeah. doing a major kitchen remodel, have some of that really easy, quick food ready. Yes. You know, at the time you might think, well, I don't really want that. But believe me, when you're at heart of it, when you're in the middle of it, yes, and you just don't want to spend time, you know, cooking something. Just yeah. open a can or unfreeze something. and Yeah, it. give yourself some grace and eat out when you want to eat out and eat simple when you want to eat simple. <laughs> That's right. Yep, have options available. Yeah. Because remodeling does require us to have options. You know, we're <laughs> kind of taken out of our comfort zone and our normal daily routines. Yeah. And uh, life becomes a little different and it can be very easily accomplished if you plan for it and are prepared for it. Yeah, both physically and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, kitchen is a huge remodel in a home. It's very invasive, but you can get through it. We're going to talk a little more about kitchen uh, right after the break. Today, our topic is surviving a remodel or preparing for a remodel and living afterwards. Or what did you say, Jimmy? <laughs> Dealing with a remodel and living to tell about uh, it. That sounds better. All right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good title for a podcast or a radio show yeah there you go okay so if any of our listeners if you're just tuning in that's our topic today and maybe you've been through a major remodel and you can think of a lot of things you wish you would have done differently or some things that you learned along the way so as we chat about it i'm sure it'll bring back some memories but if you have not lived through a major remodel then this is going to be some good information for you just to prepare because it is a life-changing experience (laughs) Good I like and how you chuckle well, when you say that. Well, let's say bad and good. Yeah, Okay. definitely. The good part is when it's all done, you can live in it, enjoy it for many years, and it changes yeah. your life in a good way. Well, it's like anything else. When you're living through it, it feels like it's just taking over your life and it's never going to end. But then mm-hmm. once you're beyond it, it feels like such a little blip in time. Yeah. And you almost, you know, it's endearing to look back on. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. The older I get, the more... It, You know, there's so many things we face in life that we know it's going to be a long, drawn out process. I hate having to wait through this to get whatever my goal is. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're studying for a new level in your business or trying to pass a test or who knows what. Yeah. But it's a process. You got to work your way through it. And in the middle of it, you think, oh, my gosh, is this really worth it? But then it's done. You get you achieve whatever you wanted to achieve and that's with you for the rest of your life and it's all totally worth it and i think that's the way a remodel is i mean it's nobody looks forward to it except the kids have exciting times sometimes watching things go together but the reward at the end uh when all the pain is gone is so worth it so yeah if you're thinking about it or afraid of it go ahead and take the plunge Uh, get through it and you'll enjoy it and your family will enjoy it for many years. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so what else do we need to talk about in the kitchen, Jamie? 
Well, so there's really, there's eight main steps to kind of surviving your kitchen remodel. Um, the first step is mental prep. So believe it or not, that is probably one of the hardest parts really is to get in the mindset. You almost really need to get in the camping mindset. Like you're going camping, you're packing up a camper, you're gonna be living out of a suitcase kind of a mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, the men and children usually kind of enjoy the process. Um, women, stay strong, yeah. <laughs> you'll get through. <laughs> but um, it's, it's a different mindset. You're not gonna be able to, well, you'll be able to, but you're not gonna enjoy entertaining for a long time. So no. you, before you start packing everything up, have one last dinner party, cook your favorite meal that you won't be able to cook, and uh and buckle up yeah you know it's funny because i'm the kind of guy at least i think i am where i don't have to have everything just right you know i people are people and you know when i don't mind having friends over and something's wrong with this or that my wife not so much that way at all (laughs) i mean it's like gary you need to get this done before we have any more people over okay honey i will work on to get that done so uh, I'm sure a lot of people out there that way. So remodeling is a time where your house is tore up, it's sturdy. The guys might want to have their buddies over and the wives are probably saying, don't you dare, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, well, at a certain point, it gets fun to show people when there's some progress going on. But, you know, we, as we've talked about before on the show with the emotional roller coaster, mm-hmm. there's parts of the project that are not as visually appealing um, or fun to yeah. show people, yeah. but so definitely getting into that kind of camping mindset, the ma- mental prep of it. And then another really big important piece is going to be picking a space to be your temporary kitchen. Um, yeah. this is very dependent on your home and kind of what, what you have outside of your active kitchen and the size of your home, um, makes a lot of these challenges a little bit different, but a lot of clients might have a finished basement with a bar, with a wet bar. That makes a great secondary kitchen or temporary kitchen um, during the process. Somewhere that you have a sink, running water, you're gonna want those things at least somewhat accessible. So, you know, maybe your only other running water is a kind of a slop sink in your laundry room or whatever the case is. You're gonna wanna plan around being able to do dishes. Um, Mm -hmm. Even though if you buy all the paper plates and plastic silverware in the world, you're gonna need to wash some things. and you know, kind of prioritizing the things that you're not able to live without. So if it's your coffee, you gotta have your your coffee maker, your special setup, whatever. In our case, that would be a whole room to itself. But anyways, <laughs> um, you know, you gotta pick kind of what's really important to you and what you can't live without and kind of plan around that. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're gonna have do the coffee and it takes water every morning, well, does it make most sense to have that near a sink or do you wanna get kind of a jug of water that you always keep nearby, that sort of thing. And kind of thinking through all the steps of your day. Um, it probably wouldn't even hurt to, as you're prepping and getting ready for a remodel, to kind of keep an ongoing list of the things that you do in a day. Hmm. Um, so first thing you do is make the coffee, then maybe you heat up your breakfast and maybe you use the microwave, great. That's an easy appliance to move for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, are the one are microwaves that are built in? Are they also able to be not built in? If you you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So can you move those? There are some built-in units that, like a wall oven unit, <clears throat> that are made to go in a space, and they have no 
shroud around them or no no casing around them so that would be dangerous okay of the loose but uh some of the we used to see a lot of microwaves that were installed above to, um, a cooktop yeah a rain should which we don't really like using those that much but if you have one of those they could be i think safely used because they do have a full in case covering yeah yeah Yeah, so i think those would be easy then to probably relocate to a temporary kitchen space Yeah, possibility or a lot of times um your remodeler might have a microwave that you can use yeah while you're yeah they also aren't terribly expensive especially if you're getting a kind of a smaller one for Mm -hmm. just temporary use Um, yeah when you talk about the temporary kitchen you know a lot of some houses lend themselves to that others don't it might be a very tiny house and there may just be no place you might have to stick the refrigerator in the dining room or in the family yeah. room or living room or who knows what right because <clears throat> we always will take the refrigerator typically and move it to a different location while we're working on the kitchen yeah everybody needs a refrigerator that's running right so <clears throat> that's a, a very minimal temporary kitchen would be at least moving the refrigerator and and a lot of cases we may not set up a temporary range or oven we might just use a hot plate or a microwave or yeah. whatever uh, some people where cooking is much more important to them we might go to a little uh, more lengths to set up a temporary kitchen sometimes we've even done it in a basement and move a range down there so there's a little extra expense in that but to some people it's worth it because you know you figure you're going through a 10 12 14 week process yeah it might be worthwhile to do that yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, you know, you have to prioritize what appliances you do want to move because it's hard to move everything. You know, for mm-hmm. me and I know you, you're kind of a smoothie maker every day. Mm-hmm. That's probably mm-hmm. something I would just not do yeah. during that time period. I would just find a, my favorite smoothie but that shop. that would be easy to do. I, I think that one I would skip. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Because you make smoothie. a smoothie every day, too, right? Yeah, yeah. almost every day. Yeah. Um, but I think I would probably skip skip the smoothie. Yeah. Uh, the coffee would take priority, <laughs> and then a microwave. All my kids eat our chicken nuggets, so that that would <laughs> they'd be good for fourteen weeks with a yeah, microwave. There's always those standbys that are easy to make. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, just kind of prioritizing, not being able to maybe utilize every appliance and every single thing that you've always done. Mm-hmm. You might need to change some things, and and you never know. Maybe you'll change something to a way that you actually like better, um, or be. find something new that becomes a staple, but. Um, I think planning in general is helpful. So saying, you know what, let's every Thursday or every Monday and Thursday we'll bring in food, mm-hmm. you know, and every mm-hmm. Wednesday we'll do a simple dinner. That's a great idea. And yeah. just communicate that to the whole family so everybody's on the same page and their expectations yeah. are managed that way. Yeah, yep. I think coming up with a schedule, it makes it go faster too. Yep. So really just our mindsets, what we're expecting, what we plan, uh, what we know we're up against, you know, you can plan through that and communicate that to the whole team. You're being your family, and then you can all get through it and manage through it, and it'll be just fine. And when it's done, you're going to love it so much. You're going to have all your friends and neighbors over. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. So today, Jamie, our subject is what? Go ahead. With <laughs> Dealing with a remodel time. and living to tell about it. That's right, living to tell about it. And yes. we've both done it and we're here to tell about it yes <laughs> personally and also in many hundreds of people's homes yeah just a, a few times we've seen people live through this that's right yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's always a great success story at the end so if you're thinking about this or maybe you've got a, a scheduled remodel already 
hopefully with Dave Fox Design Build Remodelers because yes. you'll have a great experience then. But um, if not, either way, you'll uh, have some good stuff that you learn from this broadcast that will help you to get through a major remodel, which is a life-changing experience. Yes. Okay, so Jamie, we were we dealt uh, with kitchens in the first two segments. Obviously, the kitchen is the major home, or major uh, room in a home. It's the heart of the home. So everybody yeah. goes to cook, to eat, socialize, you name it. Where are we headed now? So how about the master bathroom or uh, a bathroom in a your bathroom? house? Yeah, any uh, bathroom sure. in your house. I think mm -hmm. that's another kind of big one that can really impact your day-to-day -day life. Um, I mean, they all do, but especially kitchen, bathroom, those are very high function mm -hmm. spaces in the home that are hard to live without. Yeah. Um, fortunately in Columbus, I would say most homes have more than one bathroom. Yes. Which is pretty fortunate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> when you're remodeling a bathroom, I mean, we've, we've done a few, you know, where the, there's only one bathroom in the yes. home. Yes. And that can be challenging. Yes. Uh, most often there's two or more. But even if there's two or more, it's going to change people's routines, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because you're used to, you know, getting in the bathroom a certain time of day. And if you have two or three baths, you're usually not, you know, competing with somebody. You've got your routines you go through, you know, your bathroom time, preparing yourself. It's a very special time. And it's when you get yourself ready for the day or at the end of the day. So you've got that routine that's going to be disrupted because you're going to be sharing that time and that space with yes. other family members. So you have to kind of come up with a plan, right? Yeah, absolutely. And not only the plan for the time, but the plan for your stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but I have a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't have too much stuff. No, you know, no. shocking. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> But yeah, so you, you got to figure how you're going to store all this stuff because you can't very well put everything on the counter. Yeah. You know, if everyone puts everything on the counter of this one bathroom that you now, everyone in your household sharing, that's going to cause a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I always think back to kind of the dorm days when you had your little caddy mm. that you bring down oh, to the, yeah. <laughs> the communal baths and showers and mm -hmm. things like that in the, in the dorm house or even in my sorority house, um, you know, having to live like that, that's kind of, it's that mindset, you know, you got to get back into the college days and get yourself a caddy and, mm -hmm. and put everything that you need kind of in that caddy, even, um, you know, maybe you don't leave everybody's shampoo in the, in the shower, whichever one you're all using, mm -hmm. you know, if you have a large family and a lot of different tastes and needs. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, it might be best to just give everybody a caddy and do that way. But, you know, I think when you're, it's somewhat like packing for a vacation, you know, I'm, um, if you are taking a carry on, you know, on the plane and you're only allowed to have the certain ounce oh, yeah. of items, mm -hmm. you know, there's the restriction on how much liquid you can bring and you kind of have to prioritize like, mm -hmm. okay, do I need this face cream for this trip? Okay, it's five days. Could I live without it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, you kind of have to go through that. Now, we're like, not going to get their uh, bathroom remodeled in five days. No, oh, we're not. Okay. No, it's a lot longer than that. I yeah. suggest bringing the face cream. But okay. anyway, you got to kind of prioritize. You know, maybe you don't change up your routine as much. You find one that you're going to stick with for the whole, you know, time that you're moving and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But just to kind of minimize what you need for those weeks. Yeah. And then coordinating times with your family members, yes. right? Because maybe if you're uh, redoing your master bathroom, you might be sharing <clears throat> uh, 
uh, with the kids bath, right? Mm-hmm. And they've got their routines and you're going to have to coordinate with them and get them on board with that. Yeah. So with some uh, pre pre uh, planning and management, time management, um, managing who's going to be in where, when, definitely will help things go smoother. Yeah. So you've got that to deal with, but you're also, you know, a lot of times we'd be up in a hallway on the second floor. Yeah. So there's a master bathroom up there. There's a hall bath. There might be a Jack and Jill bath. And so our guys are going to be going up and down, getting into the house. We're going to have, you know, protection down. We're going to have floor protection, maybe some visqueen wall protection, if there's stair railings, we're going to have protection over the railings. So it's just going to change the whole. Uh, the whole place is going to look different and yeah, yeah. So it doesn't just affect your master bathroom. You're going to feel like you're in a construction zone, and that's <clears throat> even if it's not your bathroom that's being remodeled. You're going to be living through yeah. that. Well, and even the thought process of you know for any project that we do, really, typically materials are being held in the garage, mm-hmm. you know, and any cutting that needs done is being done in, most likely in a garage. We're going to need storage space for to keep tools there, to keep product there, things like that. I mean, we have a warehouse, but eventually they come to your house. Um, and planning out even just that aspect of things, the fact that probably if you have a two-car garage and you're used to putting both cars in the garage, you're going to need to make mm. some adjustments and mm-hmm. most likely one or both of you is going to have to park in the driveway. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of the driveway, there's probably going to be a dumpster there for at least part of the part mm-hmm. of the process. Yeah, it's always going to be my car that's not in the garage, not my wife's. Well, sh- yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, you guys, just so you know. You know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it stretches a lot further than the room that we're just working on um, and sure. kind of keep getting all of that in mind. Um, you know, things that you not only need to move out and store, but a lot of, thinking of the small houses in, in, um, in this instance, when you need to move out of somewhere, you need somewhere to put all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's gonna be more people in your home, more stuff out of that room, and more stuff coming in. And so you're gonna have a lot of stuff everywhere. It's yeah. not gonna just be disrupted in that room. Yeah. Um, even a bathroom. There's. Once you box it all up, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, when you think about that. Uh, okay, let's, so we're sharing bathrooms now, right? Yes. So maybe the master bathroom is being remodeled, so mom and dad are sharing the kids' bath. Uh-huh. Now, do they think the kids' bath is always clean, kept clean once they're done? If it's know? anything like my kids' bath, there's <laughs> toothpaste everywhere. I don't understand what happens to the toothpaste, so I, but it's I everywhere. I think some understanding on what level of cleanup is going to happen yes. when you're done in the bathroom <laughs> might be carried out before all this happens, right? So expectations again are being yes. set. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't think mom and dad are going to appreciate going into a teen's bath that is just a total mess, you know? Yes. So no. Something to think about and pre-plan before your bath remodel now doing a hall bath okay now the teens are in using mom and dad's bath right oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so again some communication there pre-planning and managing expectations Mm -hmm. will be important yeah maybe a a chore chart perhaps (laughs) okay sure that works yes but definitely kind of dividing up the the time the space the yeah, I think having kind of a family meeting and talking through the expectations mm-hmm. and what it's going to look like and really kind of making sure not just, 
you're in the right mindset, but your whole family is in the right mindset. That's right. And if you families need any help with that, Jamie comes out and does a little family meeting with you all and yes. just gets you right there. Right, Jamie? Oh, sure. Yeah. I would love to. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me know how that goes. Right? Okay. Now, okay. if I ever need that done in, in my home, though, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh. I can't share a bathroom with Everly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, but, <clears throat> okay. yes. So today we're just talking about some of the challenges and helping people prepare for going through a major remodel because a major remodel is very intrusive and it will affect your home, your lifestyle, everything that's happening in your residence while that remodel is going on. And it will take a little while, sorry to tell you, but you know we'd like to be honest with people up front and again to help them prepare and expect uh, know what to expect. So. We're going to be back right after this break. Okay, Jamie, you just mentioned something during the break that's really important when you're going through a remodel, and that is adjoining walls and rooms. Yes. Because now I remember year, many years ago, I was working in an attic space, and some people were putting a new floor down up there. I was putting a new floor down for the people. And that's when in my days when I was out there being a carpenter, swinging a hammer, which I love those days. Yes. So we were up there nailing down some plywood sheathing, and the homeowner came up and said, could you not nail so hard? Because <laughs> it, it was noisy down there. And Wow, how do I do that? Maybe I found myself a rubber hammer or something. Yeah. Those nails are kind of hard. you got to <laughs> kind of beat them to get them in. But, you know, when you're remodeling, you are using a hammer. You're using a screwdriver. You're using saws using all kinds of stuff and yeah. it does create vibrations and noise in the walls so if you have beautiful photographs or beautiful nice glass vases on a shelf on an adjacent wall that's something you really got to watch for because the guys on the other side of that wall don't see what's you know yeah fragile and one of the things we always like to to you know communicate to the homeowners before we start a remodel is just this that they need to Take into consideration all the adjacent walls. Are there pictures? Are there anything fragile that, you know, vibration could knock them off the wall? That's definitely an important thing to, to uh, take care of. Yeah, and honestly, almost really anywhere in your home, if there's something that's very valuable to you or not replaceable to you, mm -hmm. just pack it up. Yeah. You know, I think if you're going to be having a remodel done, just pack it up. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's, you know, you're having your kitchen done and there's a your grandmother's vase in your bedroom above it, pack it up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mm -hmm. think you can't go wrong packing too much stuff up. Um, it's better to go wrong that way than, than the alternative. Yeah. You know, when you mentioned valuables, um, obviously we have our people and subcontractors working in people's homes. Yeah. And we are a very trustworthy company and we hire very trustworthy people and our subcontractors. We vet them and have worked with them a long time and we trust all these people. But uh, there's about three times in my career where something came up missing in someone's home. Oh. So who is the likely suspect? It's the remodeling company. Yeah. <clears throat> They're in there working in the home. Uh, the homeowners, t a lot of times not there during the day. And that is such a terrible position to be in. Yeah. Because how, you know, how can you explain or, you know, that our people would not do that. Yeah. 
And, but what do you do? I mean, right. something came up missing, it's valuable, it's precious. And oh my gosh, it's the worst thing on earth I think I've ever heard. Yeah. Is just getting a phone call saying someone stole $200 or who knows what. Yeah. Um, that's so hard. We hate being in that, put in that position. So yes. please, yeah, any valuables. I think, honestly, Jamie, I think people have tested us before by like leaving a $20 bill on a dresser or something. Oh, I, I don't and, doubt it. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet. And so. that's fine. I mean, yeah. you know, <clears throat> because we're new people and uh, even though we have a great reputation and, and any remodeler you're working with, you want to make sure it's people that you trust. And, yeah. And there's a lot of great remodelers in town. But it's just such an awkward thing to have happen. So, gosh, I would encourage you, if you have anything valuable, put it away. Yeah, put it out of even sight. If you're right. Even if it's not breakable, if you have a watch collection, yeah. put it in a safe or put it in storage. You don't want to have to have that worry or conversation. Because yeah. sh- it can also taint a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you end up finding out you were wrong True. and, oh, your son grabbed it, that watch and thought he could wear it and you mm-hmm. find out later that relationship is already kind of torn, you know, that you showed that lack of trust or, or vice versa. So I think, yeah, any, any valuable item, Mm -hmm. uh, breakable or not. Yeah. Just. And while we're talking about relationships, it reminds me that, you know, we have a lot of different people working in people's homes and they're all great people, trustworthy people, but people can have personality clashes. You can have the two greatest people on earth, and they can have a clash. Yeah. That can happen. And it's not to, you know, downgrade the person. I mean, it's just sometimes the chemistry doesn't work. Sure. So what? how would you advise people, Jamie, if they're remodeling and there's someone in the house working in there that they just don't feel comfortable with? What would your advice be to them? Well, I think it, it depends a little bit on the the establishment that they're working with so if it's a company that's like ours where it's really large Mm -hmm. depending on how um involved those two people need to be i think it's something that you could bring to the attention of somebody else you know on our on all of our projects we have a team a team of three Mm -hmm. um as well as carpenters and plumbers and electricians and a lot of other players kind of in there but you kind of have your main three and i think if you really have if you've been working with your design consultant and your interior designer all this way and had a great time and it's been so fun and you've had a good rapport and then for whatever reason you clash maybe with your project manager and mm-hmm. just can't seem to mesh i think bringing it up to you know your interior designer or someone else that you do have really good rapport with and kind of knows you and knows that it's maybe not you trying to be difficult or mm-hmm. whatever the case mm-hmm. um going to someone that you have that rapport with to say you know i just they're a nice person, but I just can't seem to, to get on the same page. Um, you know, and just having that open conversation and maybe there's a change that can be made. Maybe there's a conversation that can be had. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think if it's a large company like ours that has kind of options, maybe those are worth exploring. Mm -hmm. If it's not, I don't know why you picked them, but, um, (laughs) you know, I don't know if it's just one person, hopefully you felt that whatever tension prior to starting the project. But I think addressing it with somebody that you do have good rapport with is probably mm-hmm. the best place to start. Yeah. Cause we realize this is our client's home. It's yes. their castle. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the ones that set the rules, not us. Uh, now we have some guidelines that we have to have them, you know, uh, work with us on, 
but uh, we respect their privacy very much and their opinions and just a very small handful of times have we had that kind of a scenario and in most cases we've like you mentioned just been able to slide somebody else into that position and you know it's not that it's anything against a person but just sometimes those things come up but that's something you may encounter yeah so uh Gosh, we've covered a lot. We didn't really t- talk about room additions at all, which are a big project. And we're just have a few minutes yeah. to do that. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Oh, we can kind of oh, go a little be. bit more in depth mm-hmm. with kind of the room addition prep and basements and things like that, yeah. the bigger areas of the home. Because, you know, sometimes with the larger remodels and having to, I mean, almost all these remodels, especially with a kitchen, room addition, all those, you're needing to move not just your stuff, but your furniture. Yeah. Um, and kind of who does that, how do they do it? Where does it go? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, or even a lot of times clients that are maybe renovating their kitchen, they just kind of want to redecorate their house. So maybe they're getting all new everything. Um, and you know, we donate a lot of our materials to Habitat for Humanity, uh, restore, Mm -hmm. and we can kind of talk through some of those options and things that you can do with all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. So today has been a great topic. It's uh, what can you do to prepare for a major remodel? And it's important because it's a life-changing event and it's a lengthy event in most cases. And it's weeks, months. Yeah. And we've kind of become part of the family during that time. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, but most people actually love our people. They really miss them when they leave. Yeah, Um, especially the pets. The pets. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) right. But... um, you know, just some tips on getting through that. I do want to say that if you haven't been through a major remodel, you know, you need to go into it with eyes wide open because it is something that takes some pre-planning and some professional advice. I think I highly recommend uh, to get through it and manage it because it's going to be a strain on your whole family. But in the end, the result, believe me, will be so worth it. And uh, the family will love it for many years. You just will never regret it. So, uh, again, if you want to listen to any of our previously broadcast shows, you can go to DaveFoxRadio.com. We have everything listed there. Our website, DaveFox.com, has tons of information there, a lot of great pictures, uh, good information. We'll be back next Sunday morning at 8.